Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, in the flesh, he's back. And just like Cam Newton, he's sitting. <laughs> Alex, welcome back. What's up, my brother? Man, I'm the same a- mother. I, I, well, we've had the discussion before. We're not sure you're... You're adopted. We're not. We're not sure you have the same bloodline as the rest of the family. But you're adopted. You are the ugliest one in the family. That's true. I am the ugliest one, but the smartest. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Man, it's been a long. I, I I I put GPS on to get to your house. It's been it's been a while. It has been. It it's has been. been. A while. I missed you here. I've been holding down the fort. Yes, you have. But it's always good to be in yes. here. Doing this with you, as always, talking to our fans about sports and life and whatever funny shit we come across. That's it. That's like, it. Like Omarion. Yeah, well, that's not funny shit. But two is better than one. Two is better than one? Oh, what? the Delta variant and now Omarion? No, I mean for the podcast, two of oh, us, okay. or okay. one of each, which <laughs> makes two, is better than one. One plus one. There you still go. equals two. Yeah. Hey, um... Are you staying away from that Omicron and stuff? Where do you find it? Everyone's getting oh, it, bro. Oh, well, Everyone's man. getting it. I'm, I must be the chosen one. I will not succumb to the peer pressure of COVID. No. So everyone's out there, oh, I'm going to get me some COVID. Oh, I'm going to get Omicron. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I do my own thing. Yeah, I mean, look, I take care of myself the best that I could, and that's all I could do. No? That's it. If I have symptoms... Then may you know I'll go get tested if you know, but I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I'm healthy. I I mean I have been doing the Heisman on this fucking COVID <laughs> thing for like you two years. I'm like, holy shit, two years. Almost two years, man. That's insane. Yeah, it is. Shit. Oh and well. It, and look, they're not through the whole Greek alphabet yet, so you know there's more variants coming. Oh man, well. Well, I guess we got nothing but time. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people today that ain't got nothing but time now. Yeah, about, what, five or six six of them? That's right. Black Monday. Mm-mm-mm. I, you know what? I, this is very morbid of me, and maybe it's because I have a job. But I look forward to Black Monday. I had to explain it to my son on, on over the weekend. I was like, oh, I can't wait till till, till Monday. He's like, why? Like, oh, it's Black Monday. He's like... Is this some kind of shopping day or something? <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro. That's when everybody gets fired. Everybody out of a job. And yet, we were talking about it a little while ago. We feel as if it's not enough. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's almost disappointing, right? Like only six or seven firings happened. I'll tell you what. I'm a little bit pissed off at the Denver Broncos. Because they had to, they had to release their shit on Sunday when I'm trying to focus on week 18. You know, and so I think it takes away a little bit of the fun when you start, you know, it's kind of like Walmart doing Black Friday on Thursday. That's some bullshit. You can't do that. Well, you know, they're advertising the sale ahead of time. They're giving themselves an extra day to, you know, ring in the offers. Look, they suck. That's all there is to it. And they've sucked for a while. So the extra day ain't going to help them. Hey, are you surprised by anything today? In, in terms of Black Monday, anyone that you expected to get fired that didn't, anyone that got fired that you didn't expect to get fired? 
Yeah, yeah Brian Flores. Yeah, of, from of, Miami. Of, 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 yeah, the Dolphins. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I <laughs> seriously, that's a that's a what the fuck type of. I'm sure Brian moment. Flores is sitting at home today, going, "What the fuck?" I mean, the fans got to be thinking the same thing. Like this guy. You know, they started off, what, 1-7, and seven, and they went on a nice run. Like, they were, it really came down to, like, the last two weeks. Well, they, they, they got bounced in right. Week 17 when right. they lost to the Titans, who are the number one seed. So, it's right. not like they, it's not like they shit the bed against the Jaguars, like, oh, I don't know, the Colts. <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of in Miami is... In spite of Miami going uh, nine and seven or eight, eight, eight uh, uh, nine, nine and eight, nine and eight or eight and nine, whatever it was, it was they were nine and eight, right? I don't know. These seventeen games got me thrown off. Yeah. Records. Anyway, <laughs> they're basically an eight and eight team in my book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the the only the only thing I can think of is in spite of the, them finishing strong, even when they were winning, they. Tua did not look great. Mm-mm. And if if you really look at that Dolphins team, um, the development of Tua is not going great. It's not developing. Right. He's not developing at the same rate as uh, Justin Herbert, yeah. right? As um, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Uh, one year previous to that, Kyler Murray. Tom Brady. If you want to go to the Wayback Machine, (laughs) sure. Um, So that may be part of the issue. It Um, could be. And, you know, but... But why not... So why not... Fuck, here's an idea. Why not keep Flores? Because I think in the last two seasons, he's kind of... He showed you something. I mean, the team has not quit, like, let's say, the New York Giants, right? Right. why not instead of if you want to develop Tua, which I'm fine with, right? If you feel like Flores is not the guy to do it or whoever else is there, why not try to, you know, throw all this money at Brian Leftwich, who's the offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay, and tell him, hey, co- you know, come for a year and, yeah. and work with him. And then, you know, maybe the, the head coaching position could be his instead of firing a head coach that, you know, is, is I think has earned the respect of, the locker room. His peers, right? The locker room, you know, other guys around the league and stuff like that. Like The, the part that's very concerning is, like, how bad was it? Um, how, how bad was it that you're, you're willing to put your young quarterback through a change of system as opposed to getting maybe a quarterback coach or a new offensive coordinator and seeing how that would work? I, th- I think you bring up a very good point. Um, that may have been a better way to go, especially because uh, Flores was showing uh, good progression in terms of winning within the division, right? Yeah. Look, you got six of your six of your seventeen games are in the division. If you can make hay there, you're off to a good start. And you know, he beat the Patriots twice this year. He he's played the the Bills close this year. He beat the Jets, which, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure he didn't brag about that in his exit interview. But it's still, um, it still, you know, means something, right? Yeah. And so I agree with you. I found it kind of odd. And like I said, I don't, <clears throat> I don't have any, um, 
obviously I don't have any inside knowledge as to what's going on in there. But, you know, it. the only thing I can think of is that they're not happy with Tua's development. I think that's yeah. a big deal to them. And rightfully so. It should be a big deal. I forgot who tweeted it out earlier, but someone tweeted out since since Nick Saban left the Dolphins, the Dolphins have had seven different quarterbacks. Uh, I'm sorry, coaches, head coaches. Today, tonight, Nick Saban goes for his seventh national championship. That's amazing. That's crazy. That is That's crazy. a wild stat. <clears throat> The other one that surprised me, and look, it's Monday. Sometimes these things do trickle into Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm a little bit surprised that Joe Judge still has a job in New York. <clears throat> now, I, I've been a, I've been a bit of a Joe Judge fan from the start. Mm-hmm. Right, I like the hire when they first made it. I think he's done some good things inside the locker room. Um, and to me, the bigger problem with the Giants is that the GM position, because they they we still he, he still doesn't have anything to work with. I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. The offensive line is still a wreck. Saquon Barkley's good, but he's always hurt, and they don't really have very many good wide receivers. The defense is average at best. So I thought. Okay, well, Joe Judge is okay. He should stay. But what I've seen the last two weeks with Joe Judge, I would have given him a pink slip. You know, the the, the comments last week about free agents was inappropriate. A, because I think you keep some things to yourself. Mm -hmm. And B, there might be some NFL rules violations, right? So for those two reasons... Especially the tampering thing, where draft picks are very important to a, a team that needs talent like the Giants. I, I really didn't like that. The clown yeah. comments, the clown organization comments, I didn't particularly like that. And then, you know, yesterday, to, to in, a, in a meaningless game, to quarterback sneak on third and nine, like, wh- what are we doing? Like, play the game. His excuse on that was to give his team more the the, the punter more room, so you you couldn't trust your offense <clears throat> to, to run the ball to run the ball and maybe get two or three yards to give the punter some room. Like, I mean, that's like you felt more confident in getting a yard or two on a quarterback sneak mm-hmm. than getting three or four from your running back. Right. In a way. That does highlight the problem that the Giants have and maybe why he still has a job today, right? Their offensive line is so bad that he would rather quarterback sneak to help his punter than actually hand the ball off and have a running play. So, you know, in a way, that may be, you know, he may have just highlighted the real issue and maybe that's why he still has a job. I don't know. But that one did surprise me. Uh, Nagy in Chicago, how that guy made it through the whole season, I'll never know. Um, didn't we have someone get fired during the season? Did anyone get fired during the season? No. I thought someone did. I don't think so. Uh, oh, John Gruden. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Zimmer in, in Minnesota, not surprised. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll be curious. Oh, what we can't do. forget. <laughs> we can't forget Mr. Lab Dance himself. <laughs> Two during the season. <laughs> Either you're a racist or you're a, that, yeah. a, a, a cheating SOB. And if you're winning either one of those things, well, then you get tossed um, during the season. That's you don't right. make it to Black Monday no. when you get honeys dancing on your lap after you get blown out. Yeah, you don't even make it to Black Friday. Yeah, he, <laughs> that's right. He didn't even make it to Black Friday. So, yeah, that guy. That guy. That guy. Um, and uh, now, <clears throat> I'm curious what's going to happen here in Houston because I think Cully's done a great job. With the Texans. Because the, there's another team with no talent. And somehow they won four games. I mean, um, considering what he walked into. Yeah, and I mean, they, they put him in a I mean, they put him in a terrible spot. Here, come deal with this team where we've got this massive distraction with our quarterback that likes yeah. to get, you know, if, if, tug and rubs. If anything. Rub and tugs. Rub and tugs. If anything, <clears throat> you know... Fuck, what's his name? Cully? Yeah. If anything, he could be a placeholder for another year. You know what I mean? Like if they don't if they don't feel like he's the guy that could lead them, you know, further and you know progress. Yeah. Then then maybe he he's just a placeholder until they get the guy until Cesario gets the guy that that he's looking for. I guess. I guess. Which is never a bad way to go, right? If this guy kind of like a quarterback, like if this guy's showing you that he can, you know, manage the the situation and just do enough to, you know, if the Giants fire Joe Judge, mm-hmm. then the Houston GM, who's a New England guy, can get another New England guy to come take the job. Take him. <laughs> Fuck. Can you imagine? That would be horrific. And then they go on to win like, I don't know, seven Super Bowls. <laughs> no. I'll kill myself. Well, look, the Texans have to fix the, the, the Watson situation because that's going to continue to be a problem. A, because of the salary cap constraints, right? And B, it's just a distraction and the NFL distractions do not work. Yeah. It's just that simple. Um, let me ask you a question. Last night's game, week 18 was... Look, the last week of the season is always fun, right? Because it's got playoff implications. And this year was the very first week 18. And it was incredibly fun. Mm -hmm. The most fun, and let's start at the very top, was that Chargers-Raiders game last night was... I mean, it was... Speechless. At one point, I tweeted... I'm willing to bet there's not one working TV left in Pittsburgh because Steelers fans had to be going ape shit as that game was going on, especially in the fourth quarter where it was just insane. A lot of people today are blaming the Chargers coach, Staley is his name? Yeah. For taking that time out and that causing the Raiders to say, okay, you want to play? You want to play ball? We're going to play ball. We're run the ball, get the first down. Kick the field goal, you're out, we're in. Does he keep his job? Yes, he should keep his job. Does that one decision lose him his job? You don't think so? No, because I think what he's done there in two seasons has been enough to to not fire him. The, now, I mean, he, he you know, you, you, we can say he overcoached or whatever, and you know, a little too aggressive. But I mean, 
in his case, in his case, maybe a little too aggressive. But sometimes, you're damn if you do, you're damn if you Hold don't. Hold on, bro. Let me interrupt you. Breaking news. Check out Andrew Luck with that porn mustache he's got going. He looks old. He looks skinny. He looks like a creep. He looks like he drives a van around middle schools. <laughs> That's Dude, wow. horrible. If you guys have not seen <laughs> what Andrew Luck looks like today. Wow. Holy smokes. Wow. That is the most pedophile look I think yeah, I've ever he needs, seen. Yeah, he needs to come back to football. Yeah, he needs to shave off that... that, that he needs to shave off that lip caterpillar he's got going because that's terrible. I'm Damn. sorry. Back to back to Staley. Um, I will say this about Staley. The same thing that we're speculating may have gotten Flores fired is what's going to keep Staley in his job because Justin Herbert has developed tremendously over these last two years. Um, he looks he look he looks like. He's got that. Yeah, he's, he he looks like he's going to be the real deal. I mean, he wow. looks really good. I really like how he has progressed in two years, and that may be enough to keep Staley's job. Hey, let's get tickets to next year's Chargers Raiders game. Oh man, <laughs> you know that's going to be bananas. I wish they would have. Uh, I kind of wish they would have tied. Or I I really wanted the the Chargers to win. Although the Raiders were kind of one of my my teams to get into the playoffs, I, I'll tell you what, I can't I can't think of a game where I had zero rooting interest. I, I can't think of a game that I enjoyed as much as that with zero rooting interest. I mean, it was out of that game was insane. I usually stay up, and for that one, I I. I don't know what happened, but my body alarm, there was no alarm. It just shut off. And I didn't watch the game. So when I woke up, you know, I'm kind of scrolling through through some tweets. And as I'm getting ready for work, and man, I'm like, holy cow, what the hell did I miss? And I keep scrolling. I'm like, then I see your text messages from last night. And I'm like, damn, out of all the times... I, I decide said, to, you know, go to sleep early on this one. You know, I said it last night, and, and that game held true. On on TV, they were touting it as game 272, right? The last game of the season. Game number 272 of the regular season. And I said, this may be game number 272 of the regular season, but it feels like game number one of the playoffs. Yeah. And it held true to form. If we get playoff games like that, it, it's going to be, I mean... It's going to be a, an incredibly fun playoff playoff year because yeah. that game had everything. Fourth downs, I mean, left and right, uh, you know, replays where did he, you know, was the spot correct? And, I mean, it was just, it was insane, absolutely insane. So much fun. They went for it on fourth down like seven times. And made six of them. And made six. So, I mean... Do you really blame the, the head coach? I mean, they ain't convert. he just happened to not convert the one that, you know. Well, no, that okay, the one that he didn't convert was was the one on back on his own 18. Yeah. That, okay. And okay. that one was well, a terrible idea. Okay, that, that may be subject for pink slip. But, I mean, 
Nah, either way, I, I don't think he should get fired. I wonder, and, and I wonder if the coach in, uh, in Las Vegas is going to get to keep the job because he's an interim coach. Right. Hats off, hats off to that that uh, that Raiders team because the distraction of John Gruden. Oh, Man. look at that! Gettleman retires as Giants GM. The Giants have a chance. That's bullshit. What do you mean it's bullshit? He didn't retire, bro. I mean, that's what they're, you know, they're saying he retired. Look, if they give him a gold watch and let him keep his four hundred one k, then he retired. He doesn't need if, a 401k. He fucking robbed the Giants the last four years and whatever if, they paid him. If they gave him a box and security walked him out the door, he got fired. <laughs> That's such a bullshit headline. You know, one of the beautiful things about being 50 and having been in the workforce for as long as I have is I've seen all kinds of firings. Yeah. And so it's funny. Like I've seen firings where it's like, from one day to the next, the person's no longer there, uh-huh. but they went on to other right. endeavors. <laughs> um, but then, like it, you, like you can tell just how bad it was, right? Because there are people that quietly walk out the door and they get a consulting agreement for like six mm-hmm. months or whatever, and it's like, okay, you sucked, but you didn't suck too bad. And then you got people that like security's walking around the building because some dude was playing grab ass with a secretary yeah. or some shit and got fired. <laughs> so it's always interesting how it's all worded. I always like to read between the lines. And look, Gettleman retires as Giants GM, which means they like him. He, he did good yeah. things. and <laughs> he's, you know, his, no, pen, he his pension is good and, and whatnot. Listen, as a Giants fan, I got nothing nice to say about Gettleman. Nothing. He set this franchise back, you know, quite possibly another five years. He is... um, Another five seasons. I I really do blame him more than anything else. I think he was at at fault the most. No, not at most. Who's who's at fault more? The, The head of the franchise. The owners. Well. Yeah, you know, man. Look, man. It... When you know when you the buddy buddy system, the shit doesn't work when you mix that with business. It just doesn't, right? Mm, Come on, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. But it works in other places. Mm, yeah, unless you got Bill Belichick yeah. in the front office and coaching. Bill Parcells was was. I mean, he was. He was. He was, he was, he was uh, tight with people. Yeah, man. All right, let's talk about the playoffs, man. Uh, we again. Everything's different this year, right? We got the 18-week season for 17 games, which, by the way, they need, they need to just go to 18 or go back to 16 because 17, first of all, you're going to fuck up all of the records, right, over one game. And now everyone has an unbalanced schedule where they play mm-hmm. one more home game or one more away game. No. Just fucking go to eight. If you're going to fuck up all the records, go to 18. And if you don't want to fuck up all the records... Go back to 16. Anyway. Over under two years before they... I think it's only a matter of time before they go to 20 and oh. scrap the preseason. Which... I hope they don't go to 20. Uh, look, they're going to go... They're gonna, they can't do more teams, so they're going to they're gonna yeah. do more games. That, that, that's just my gut feeling. And then you'll have game number 320. 
<laughs> anyway, crazy. so now we have, again, another nuance of the season. <clears throat> We've got Super Wild Card Weekend because there's three games in each conference instead of two. <clears throat> and they're going to spill over into Monday. So you get two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and then they a Monday night thriller, which you brought up a good point when we were talking about this earlier. The Monday night game kind of fucks up a lot of people, right? Because now you, you, I'm sure, I'm sure that the Cardinals and Rams who play on Monday night will play on Sunday next week. But it's still a shorter week, and especially for the Cardinals, who have to travel, it may be tough if they win. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like the Monday night game for this at all. I think they should uh, just play it Saturday or just have fucking three four, on Saturday. Four, have four games on Sunday. I don't understand. Can't do that. Why can't you have all six games on on Sunday? Start at eight in the morning no, and go till midnight. Some people don't have two TVs. No, 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 no. I'm not saying have games uh, on simultaneously. I'm saying start at eight in the morning. Oh. Eight in the morning on the East Coast, right? All the way till like midnight, right? Because you could have eight, eleven, two, yeah, five, and eight. Work. That ain't going to work. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> it works for me, and I like it. Think about that. Right? Three hours a game. Actually, it's not with, the play, at the, with the playoffs, it'd be, probably be more like three and a half. So, 8, 11.30, 3 o'clock, that's 3, 6.30, 4, 10, no. Nah, it's not going to work. you got to start at 7. <laughs> <laughs> 5 in the morning. Well, that's what it would be for people on the West Coast, but no one cares about the goddamn West Coast anyway. So what game out of these six are you most looking forward to? Um, That's easy. I'm looking forward to New England and Buffalo. Those two teams uh, split during the season. It's a rivalry game. And, um, you know, I think either one of those teams could win it. I think both teams are really good. And I can't wait to see it. I hope there's snow in Buffalo and a you know a true outdoor winter game. Mm. That would be uh, that would be ideal for me. Um, I think I think that's the best game of the weekend. I'm gonna say by far. <clears throat> How about you? Really? Oh yeah. Hmm. So I think the Arizona game is going to be good. Arizona and the Rams. I agree, but not nearly I as good. I think the the Vegas and Bengals game is going to be good. Yeah, I think the Raiders blew their wad last night. Yeah, but you know Cincinnati. I don't know. Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati is a good team. Yeah, but man, sometimes Vegas has the Raiders have won their last four games. They they were six and seven at one point. So they were out of the playoffs. Yeah. They won their last four. <clears throat> now they got some momentum. And Cincinnati, I don't think, is a team that really is is capable of like putting another team away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a good game. Look, I think all the games this weekend are going to be good. Even the games where you might think there's going to be a blowout, 
I you know hold your horses. I don't I don't think there's going to be a Kansas blowout. City and Pittsburgh. You think that's a blowout? Yeah, I mean, now, look, Pittsburgh has a way of hanging in games. Yeah, I I understand, <clears throat> but man, you're going to need to score points against Kansas City, and yeah, I mean I've watched a few Pittsburgh games this year, and fuck, man, Big Ben just looks. He's old as Big Ben. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> the the looks, arm is not there. He looks about as old as that clock over in England. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the arm is not there, man. Yeah, no, I, I feel for him. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's break it down real quick. We'll go through all six games. Um, we don't have to do this forever, but let's just go through them real quick. Las Vegas at Cincinnati. Look, I am a big Joe Burrow fan. About halfway through the season, that kid completely won me over. And I'm not going to lie. There's a small part of me that enjoys watching the Burrow-Chase connection so much that I hope they win. I'm actually kind of rooting for them. And at home against a Raiders team that's coming off a very emotional game last night, I think the Raiders have run their course. I think Cincinnati wins. Oh, we're making predictions? Yeah. I'm going with the Raiders. No one wants to see your ugly face without some predictions. (laughs) I'm going with the Raiders, man. I think I think they got some momentum. I think the Undertaker is gonna, you know, line up on the center. Explain to everyone who the Undertaker is and why you are calling him the Undertaker. (laughs) Listen, if you watch Derek Carr's post game interviews. He's got some kind of eyeliner going. And if you pull up a, a photo of The Undertaker, <laughs> I mean, you know. From the WWE? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, they look the same to me. He just needs to be dressed in all black, which he's halfway there because, the, you know, the radio uniform <laughs> is kind of black. Yeah, I mean. Take they, off the helmet, put on the freaking som, sombrero. Right, and it's boom, not, not a sombrero, but yeah, 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 yeah whatever, black hat, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, I, I, I watched the post-game the interview fu- last night and I was like. Yeah, I mean Alex is completely. He's got. He has. You know what? Like like chicks. Chicks do this. Like they tattoo. Yeah, put eyeliner. eyeliner. On. They, yeah, well, no, they tattoo it. So oh, they don't have to put it on every oh, day. Well, is that and, what he did? Oh my god. And I I think Derek Carr may have tattooed I I you know black eyeliner. I'm gonna add him on Twitter and I'm gonna ask him. Have you tattooed the eyeliner on your own okay. eyes? Yeah, absolutely. I want to know. I, I want to know too because, because this, it looks like it. Yeah, and and that matters. That matters on my pick now. <laughs> I mean, because if it's tattooed, there's no way I can go with Las Vegas. <laughs> Why not? You've got tattoos. Not eyeliner <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> a tattoo is a tattoo. That's, what difference does it make? That's terrible. I love it. If it's tattooed, I'm going to change my pick to the Raiders, and I'm going to become an instant David Derek Carr fan. Yeah. No, look, man. I think I, I I had picked the Raiders earlier in the season to make the playoffs. It didn't look like they were going to, but now that they're in it, I think they had, you know sometimes that momentum you know is is uh, important, especially for that for that wild card game. And um, you know they're running the ball really well. I think Carr is, you know, he 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 does well enough to 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 lead his team. And 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 Vegas has this uh, Max Crosby guy 
on the, on the defensive end. Beast. The guy is, I mean, he's fucking huge. They got Waller on the offense. I mean, I, I think I think the I think the Raiders can really hang with Cincinnati. And again, listen to what I'm telling you. I don't think the Bengals are capable of putting a team away. Like if they have a lead going into the fourth quarter, let's say 21-17, 21-14, I don't think they can maintain that lead. I'll tell you what, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm worried about this game not just for Saturday, but for the future because that Crosby guy gets to Burrow, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. I mean, he absolutely manhandled the Chargers' right tackle last night. I mean, it was he's been, ridiculous. He's been doing it all season. Yeah, I mean, like he's shit. a beast. I, I, I really enjoyed watching him play last night. New England at Buffalo Saturday night. Who you got? This one's easy. <clears throat> you know where I'm going, man. Look, Bills Mafia? Yeah, yeah, I'm going with the Bills. They're at home. I think, you know, the Bills and Josh Allen really have something to... I think this is their time to, you know, kind of take the baton. Not New England passing it, kind of take it. You know what I mean? I think this is a real good opportunity. And I also believe that New England is Brooklyn Gaucho's version of the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. That is this year's fluke team. Fluke. Yes. Absolutely. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> look, it, it, it is a little bit different when you get to the playoffs, right? And Mac Jones is not a very experienced quarterback. So certainly um, losing to Buffalo wouldn't be shameful. And, 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 no. and it wouldn't cause me uh, to think of them as a fluke or to even think of this season as a failure for them. But this is the difference. Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. <clears throat> and I think he's going to draw something up for them that is just going to is going to he's going to just he's just going to get to the bill somehow. And that defense is really good. And I think they are going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. Mac Jones may have less than four pass attempts this time around. <laughs> But I think New England's going to squeak one out against the Bills in Buffalo Saturday night. Um, that, to me, is the upset of the weekend upcoming. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Let's move on to Sunday. <clears throat> Philadelphia, who has quietly had an incredible second half to the season. I won't say incredible. Has had a very good second half to the season. Goes to Tampa Bay. To play against the defending Super Bowl champions, the ageless Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers. What do you think here? I think it'll be a close game. I mean, Philly played him semi-tough when they played Thursday night earlier in the season. I mean, <clears throat> Tampa Bay should win, right? But I don't know, man. I can't count. I, I really can't count. Out. As much as I hate the Eagles, I, I can't count them out. Because this is what they do. They run the ball. Jalen Hurts is not that bad of a quarterback. I agree. Like, he, you know, he, he, he can run. Tampa's a little banged up. A lot banged up. Uh, you know, they just got to watch out for Vita Bay. That guy takes up two offensive linemen. So, you know, you double him up. And 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 look, man, Philadelphia prides themselves in being the underdog, and they're the fucking underdog. And 
They're playing Tom Brady again. They're playing Tom Brady again, who they be in the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. The, the, you, you think we see a Philly special? Uh, nah. Wouldn't that no, be no something? No Philly special. Doug Peterson's not there. Wouldn't it be something if they, they, they run a Philly special on them? Look, I think this is going to be a very good game. And I don't think... Philly, Philly has played well in the second half of the season. Now, the schedule has not been the toughest. No. I get it. But sometimes confidence builds on confidence, builds on confidence, and you end up, you know, being a really good team. And I think Philly's a good team. Anytime you can run the ball, I think you're a good team. I think you automatically fall into the good team category because you can control the pace of the game. You can you can make that other team's offense sit on the bench for extended periods of time and mess with their coordination, mess with their timing, mess with their rhythm. And so I think the Eagles, by running the ball, will stay in this game. And you brought up a good point that you just kind of glossed over. Tampa Bay's banged up, man. And they're banged up everywhere. I mean, they've got guys that, that aren't going to be there. Like They may have some guys coming back from injury, but they have guys that are not coming back this season, right? Godwin's yeah. not going to be there. They've just got so many injuries. It's but their secondary is really dinged up, which should help Jalen Hurts. I think it's a close game. I think Tampa Bay pulls it out, but man, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good game, and I think it's gonna be a close game. Yeah, I mean, at this point, all the teams are banged up, and they got hit with COVID. Pretty much. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I I think I don't know. That, that's it's kind of tougher than I realized picking picking this game. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's the playoffs, man. Everything gets a little a little crazy this time of year. Uh, then in the afternoon game on Sunday, we have San Francisco going to Dallas. Look, I, I think one of the luckier teams this weekend was Dallas yeah. because if. If you look at the three, while Dallas had won the division coming into the weekend, and of the three wild card teams that they could have gotten, Philadelphia, San Francisco, or Arizona, I think they got the easiest of the three. Philadelphia is a division rival. You don't want to play them in the playoffs. Just ask Buffalo, right? Yeah. You're gonna to have to play a division rival, um, and ask the Rams. You know, it's just, it's tough. It's tough when you see someone as often as these teams see each other twice a year, every year. Right. Um, And Dallas is getting a San Francisco team that is good, don't get me wrong, but not exactly going to strike fear into the hearts of any team, really. Offensively, Jimmy G's playing with a busted thumb. Uh, While they've got good skill position players... You know, a quarterback that, look, has made some really boneheaded decisions at times during the year and with a thumb injury, you know, it makes it a little bit tougher. And Dallas's defense has played well, but it's not their strong point. Their strong point is offense, right? So it kind of matches up for them to get a a team with an offense that is not actually going to strike these aren't the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. You know what I mean? So I think it works out well for Dallas. And quite honestly, playing at home, I think Dallas wins. It's a shame that we're going to have to see the catch 50,000 times between now and Sunday afternoon. Yeah. But 
it is what it is. I think the Cowboys win this game. And I, I think this is probably a, a, a relatively easy win. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree pretty much with everything. Um, Dallas has been a good team all season. Yeah. You know? And then with San Fran, you know, you got Jimmy G with the messed up thumb or whatever. What happens if he gets hurt? Then you got to put in a rookie? Lance, who, you know? by the way, Lance has looked, eesh, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I understand he's a rookie. I'm not saying he's garbage and always going to be garbage, but he really looked very rookie-ish, right, in his starts. I mean, he did not look good. I wish I wish San Francisco would figure out what they want to do. Like, is Jimmy G your guy? Then that's fine. Start him every damn game as long as he's healthy, right? And you let Trey Lance sit on the bench for a season or two. If not, then, I mean, figure... Bring I don't in, think they know. Bring in another quarterback that's not going to cost you as much as Jimmy G to be serviceable for, like, a season, right? You save some, some money and you can, you know... I don't think like, I don't think I don't think they've figured that out yet because yeah. even Jimmy G has given has given people pause in San Francisco. Um, he's good, but is he good enough to take you to that next level? And I don't think we've seen that. If you look at they went to the next level with Jimmy G. Yeah, what next level? The Super Bowl. Not with Jimmy G. Who was the quarterback? Kaepernick. No, it was Jimmy G. Against against, against, the Chiefs? against the Chiefs, yeah, no. yeah, he was the quarterback. No, you're shitting me. He was the quarterback, bro. I who what else? The was hell, the, what the hell happened to him? Who, <laughs> why does he suck now? He's still hungover from the Super Bowl, apparently. Hold on. Yeah, I promise you. He you're gonna the, have to talk this through. I now, know that that I'm seemed like a long look. that seemed like a long time ago. I mean, yeah. Listen, Dallas should win the game. This is probably the blowout. This is probably one of the blowouts. Like, if I had to pick one, it'd be Dallas and San Fran. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I'm, yes? st- I'm still dumbfounded that Jimmy G went to a Super Bowl. Yes, right? I don't know. Oh. I, haven't, I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm going to get there. Hold on. Um, all right, next game. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Look... I like Big Ben. We all do. I would like to see him go out on a high note or a relatively high note. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to get his clock cleaned by the Chiefs. And, um, I, and, I, and I think this is another case of you know a team getting lucky on who they faced, the Chiefs. Because I was, I was one of the people that kind of... And I, st- I still don't trust the Chiefs. Because I feel like I feel like they play a team that can go toe-to-toe with them or that has a pretty decent defense. They're going to get beat. So I think Kansas City's got kind of lucky that they drew uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't... um, Yeah, I I agree with you. And and quite frankly, I think that would have been the case with, um, with any team that got Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is the... The weakest team in here. Offensively, they are extremely, extremely shorthanded. Uh, injuries, talent, you know, it, their offensive line is in shambles. I, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just can't see Pittsburgh. Like, their best player right now is TJ Watt. Yeah. Right? And 
And he's very disruptive. No, however, he's, he's good. He's good, but I mean, he's not. You know, he's not going to make an impact on every play like a quarterback or running back would, right? Yeah, I can't imagine that. Um, I yeah, I I just can't imagine. <laughs> um. Oh my God, Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. I told you, man. Surely he didn't play in all of the playoff games to get him there. They got lucky somehow and <laughs> someone else came in. No, he was he was the guy. Wow. He was the guy. That's amazing. And then we go to the first ever Monday night playoff game. And you've got the Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams. Give me your thoughts on this one. I'll be curious to hear what you have to say about it. Well, I think the Rams win. Because they are one of the teams to make the Super Bowl. As far as my predictions from way back when. I think the biggest question mark with the Rams is Stafford. He's throwing a shitload of interceptions and it feels like they've all come like in these past few weeks yeah so if he can limit that to maybe just none i'll cut him some slack one interception maybe i think they have they have all the weapons on offense uh their defense is stout I think yeah. I think they could I think they can win this game. I, I think Arizona is <clears throat> I think Arizona is the sneakiest good team in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think if you if you ranked all the teams from one through seven in the NFC, I think Arizona is probably the only one, aside from the Packers, that in my opinion can beat every single team. On the other uh, uh, of the rest of the teams, including the Packers, I think to me the Packers and the Bucks are the class of the NFC, especially if the Bucks are healthy. And then you've got that second tier, which to me is Dallas, the Rams, and Arizona. But I think Arizona is the scariest of all of those teams, and <clears throat> I think Arizona is going to beat the Rams. Uh, Stafford has not been great the last few weeks, the last month. Um, and, you know, Kyler Murray, I think, is finally healthy. Uh, <clears throat> um, DeAndre Hopkins is healthy, finally. I I think it's going to be the Cardinals in a, in a close one. Uh, those games in with the AFC, you know, those division games are always a lot of fun. Yeah. I think the Cardinals take it. Yeah, First ever. Monday night playoff game. Yeah, no, the Cardinals are definitely good. I think their defense really has come around since since last year. Last year it was good. It yeah. was sneaky good. Yeah. This year it's, you know. Sneaky better. Sneaky better. Better sneaky. But Most I don't sneaky. know, man. I think, I think the Rams, uh, and you know, and, and it comes down to coaching a lot too, you know. And McVay, you know, he's, he's, he's been to the rodeo before. Yeah, you know but you I mean? know, both of those guys are young, and I think sometimes they're a little impulsive and make some bonehead decisions sometimes in, in crunch time. I agree with you that I think I would trust McVay more than Kingsbury, but it's not that much of a difference. I think, and this is another reason why I picked the Rams, is I, I, I think McVay has been humbled. Since, since they lost 
uh, to the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Yeah. And he's there fucking, you know, bowing down and kissing uh, Bill Belichick's feet. I think he... I, I think he's humbled himself or got humbled. Yeah. And I think it, it's a little different. I think I, the Rams mean business this year, I believe. So I'm going to ride with them in this game. Man, it's going to be it's gonna be a fun, fun wild card weekend. Can't wait to see it. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a blast. If, if, if it's anything like yesterday, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. I hope we see some upsets, man. I, I, I hope I'm wrong on some picks because I, I you know. Oh, I know like, you're wrong. Like, I wouldn't mind if Philly beat the, the Bucks. I, 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 look, don't you worry. You're wrong. <laughs> Probably. Every single time you went against me, you're wrong. In the AFC, I got five of the seven playoff teams right. Which that's is, pretty good. That's pretty good. How, how many did you get in the NFC? Four out of seven. Four? Promise. Did you have the Vikings winning the, the, the North? Yeah, but I had the freaking... Did you have the Panthers winning the no, South or something like no, that? No, no. Did you have the Seahawks as a wild card? Yeah. I, I think did. you had the Giants winning the NFC, didn't you? No, I did not. <laughs> I had the actually I had the Bucks, San Fran out of all teams. Boy, oh, and then I had, I, and I think I had three of the freaking AFC. Fuck, I think I had all four of the AFC teams. Nah, I don't think I did. No, we have to go back and look at that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I got four out of seven. Well, good, good. Well, <clears throat> as always, folks, we appreciate you listening, watching. If you want to catch this show, you can catch it on YouTube, Pod, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, whatever podcast platform you choose to consume your podcasts. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email the show, positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. If you want to uh, talk to my brother and get uh, more analysis on baseball, basketball, or sandwiches, uh, you hockey. can re- how- hockey. You don't you don't even know how to spell hockey. Oh, how do they get a hold of you, bro? On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho One. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well at eMontana Twenty One. I will talk more sports than my brother will because uh, I watch everything. I'm a degenerate that way. True. Not a gambler, just a degenerate. Um, <clears throat> I'm a sports junkie. So, now you know. Uh, any parting shots? Nah, man. Just, okay. you know. Well, it's good no. to have you back, man. It's good to have you back. Very good to have you back. As always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.